0: Welcome to the Untold and Unfiltered podcast with myself, Gabby. Each week you can expect to hear tips, tricks, and my personal views on a wide range of topics ranging from wellness to personal growth and tactical ways to live your best lifestyle. If you love today's podcast, please be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Now, let's dive into this week's episode. up you guys welcome back to the podcast thank you for tuning in today with me and hanging out with me um I think I have a goodie today for you guys I think you guys are gonna really like it but I do have a few life updates for you guys so um I think I mentioned it last week I don't quite remember honestly my weeks are so busy I can't even like remember what I did earlier that week but um, I did start a new fitness challenge for the next six weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I did do week one already. I actually made it a goal because like obviously after my Mentee B, I kind of like, you know, got back into it per se. So I told myself I wanted to challenge myself for the first week of the challenge and do it for four days in a row. And just give myself a three-day weekend um, from the workouts, and I am reporting to you. And I am happy to say that I did do it, and I really found that, um, as a big win for me. Um, it really like it took a lot out of me to do it, but like I felt so much better after I went, and I really like. I was really proud of myself so I'm glad I was able to do four in a row and I'm definitely gonna do that this week now that I feel like I've adjusted myself to that schedule again um, I was originally still waking up that early just like kind of snoozing it for like an extra 30 minutes or so so I was I wasn't like super thrown off but it was a little bit of a struggle the first couple of days and then after that I was pretty much you know smooth sailing even on my um Friday being a rest day, I still woke up at my gym alarm. But yeah, I'm really excited. Also, um, this week coming up, I have a couple of things going on. Um, After work, um, Tuesday, I will be going to a mommy and me yoga class with my toddler. Um, My husband is gonna come with the baby because I don't think my toddler is going to cooperate honestly but thankfully um, I talked to a couple of people including the instructor actually running the class and she said that they're pretty lax so thankfully it is in a space that has a bunch of like kids stuff to do so my toddler not Paying attention is really not going to be the worst thing in the world. He will have something to do, which is great. So, you know, I'm hoping he partic- wants to participate, tries to participate. So we'll see how that goes. And the baby can get, you know, his exercise on the floor and just hang around with my husband. But, and then, um, actually the day before, I'm going to be meeting one of my... um friends that I met through the fitness community that I am a part of. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to be going to dinner in my area with her and her husband. Um, I also now know her husband, so they're really sweet people and I'm super excited to, you know, just hang out and just, you know, chat in person. Um, She's in Florida and I'm in Jersey so yeah it's not like I can just walk to her house one day so she's in the area so we're gonna meet up have dinner and I'm super excited for that so yeah um I hope you guys are having a fabulous week or you had a great weekend um and here's the start to a new week so all right for my corners per se um so something that I was loving this week. So I actually, I honestly don't even know where. Oh, no way. I remember now. So I was listening to the Good Guys podcast with, um, his name is Ben. He's Claudia Oshry's husband. Um, Claudia is one of the hosts on The Morning Toast with uh, Jackie. And um, her husband and actually Josh Peck have a... Podcast called The Good Guys. Um, Sometimes I listen to it. They're super funny, both dudes. Um, I really like Josh now, which is funny. But no, Josh is a really cool dude and Ben is funny as well. So um, I was listening to their podcast and they had a guest on. um, I forgot her name, but she was in Bring It On and she played Letty. Um, And... They were talking and they were mentioning that they were in a new sitcom with um hillary duff so i of course went straight to google um and they're on a new show called how i met your father um, i guess it's a spin-off to how i met your mother in a different context um since obviously how i met your mother is no longer on the air i'm pretty sure you can actually I think you could watch it on Netflix or Hulu. I'm not entirely sure. One of those streaming platforms has it. Literally every streaming platform has every show, even if it's not on anymore. But um, they have a new show called How I Met Your Father. And her and Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hillary Duff. Okay. I'm so sorry. Because that's all I know Hillary by is Lizzie McGuire. And obviously I haven't watched Lizzie McGuire in like 20 plus years. So like my first instinct is to call her Lizzie McGuire. But anyway, Hilary Duff is one of the main characters and so is she. So I started to check it out and I actually really like that show. It's honestly really funny. It's just a feel-good like 20-minute episodes each. And I think they are doing it the way... The Handmaid's Tale was, like it's weekly. I think Hulu does that, where sometimes they release the entire season at once, other times they release one episode at a time. I'm not sure if it has to be like a Hulu exclusive, I don't really know how that works, but... So I guess they're on season two, I think it's still going season two, I'm not entirely sure. I just started watching it, but I just actually finished season one today. So tomorrow I'm going to start season two, probably with my morning coffee. That's usually what I do. I either read or I'll watch something. But something that I read this week was a book called A Court of Nightmares. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. The story was really good. Um... But in my personal opinion, it did not have a solid plot. It was literally just smut throughout the entire book. Like, this vampire... Like, okay, I'm gonna give a couple of spoilers. So if you actually are interested in reading this, just bypass this, like, next 30 or 40 seconds. But I'll be quick, I'm not gonna do the entire thing. Anyway, she imprints, well, mates with, like, six different, like, Kings and they're judges, and you know they judge by, you know the sins you committed. If you're worthy of life, if you need to die, blah blah blah, and it's just like it's basically their story, and they're literally in a court of nightmares. Okay, it's done. Um, I know there is a nightmare court in Akatar. There is no correlation at all. It's just a similar concept by a completely different author. So. You can, I'm not spoiling Akatar either, so you can read both and there's absolutely no correlation. Anyway, so this week I kind of wanted to discuss on like how to stay present when you're constantly on autopilot, like myself. So I know that this tends to sh- trigger from like anxiety um it stems from anxiety and it triggers it because there's just a lot going on um some important aspects that I did want to mention were I wrote down a few of them but one of them that I wrote down is to slow down um we live in a society where we literally just have to keep going and going and going like I don't really know where we got that mentality, but like it's really bad on our mental health. Like there is absolutely no reason that anyone should can just can constantly. Oh my god, I keep stuttering on my words. I am so sorry, but there is absolutely no reason for anybody to constantly keep going when all they want to do is sit and do absolutely nothing. Like you know how productive that can be for somebody. Like you really have no idea. Like if somebody needs to recoup. A hundred percent if you need to sit for like three days on end, then please be my guest. Um, more things that I have are, you know, kind of pay attention to your surroundings because when you're on autopilot, you can easily be looking at something and you do not absorb it whatsoever. It's kind of like when you're reading a book, like you can either be skimming the page and then having to go back to re- reading the same passage. I will honestly admit that I am guilty of that. But I feel like I've perfected my reading, so I can technically absorb the information now. But if I feel like I skimmed through and something did not make sense and I'm like, wait, what? And then I'll go back like that's me on autopilot. Like I'm just going or I'll see something and then I'll realize that it wasn't there before, but it actually was. I'm just not like pretty much just taking your surroundings and try to like sit in it i know that i've heard this before from a couple of people that their therapists recommend this to them um again let me just disclaim i am not a therapist but this is pretty much a simple task that literally anybody can do you don't necessarily have to have anxiety or just or do see a therapist um you can name five things around you I think it's all five senses, but majority of the time it's just things you can see, taste, and touch. It's like five different things. Just so you know that you're kind of like grounding yourself and like remaining focused. So I think that's a really good task. Um, It's really simple. You can do it anywhere. You don't even need to speak it out loud. You can pretty much like say it in your head and it'll kind of like, you know, dial you back and bring you back into reality. But another thing can be is to kind of focus on your breathing. Um, I know meditation is really good for that. Um, you can do deep breathing exercises. I know YouTube has a lot of them or you can even like with meditation, you don't necessarily need to do like a million hours worth of meditation because like, some people literally just can't sit that long and that's totally valid. But a lot of people, you know, do like you can even set a goal for yourself when you if you do want to incorporate meditation into your life. You can start off by like one night, like maybe sitting for a few minutes and then the next night adding a few more minutes, like however you feel comfortable. Even if you want to sit for like one minute and then just the next night add two, that's more than okay. Like I'm trying to get to the point of a 10 minute meditation. I can only really do five. I think it, for me, I think it also might be because I like to meditate at night before bed, so I do like a really relaxing meditation, so I kind of just like pass out after, which is my goal for my meditation, because, um, I think it's the perfect thing to relax you at the end of the night, um, I know that technically, you know, having headphones in, you know, you don't want to deal with all of that, like, stuff in your head, but... I don't know. It has something to do with the noise waves. I don't know. I'm not a genius. But um, yeah, you can... I think that's a really good task to do. Um, I haven't done it in a minute. I will be honest. But when I was doing it, I found it very helpful. That's one thing that I definitely want to continue to incorporate like for the rest of the year. I think I'm going to make some an end-year-goals episode. What do you guys think? Do you want to hear some goals? Do you like hearing goals? Does it motivate you to set goals? I don't know. Somebody, let me know. Um, I might consider that. But um, yeah, it's incorporating like deep breathing into your schedule—you can literally do it at work, or even if you're just sitting down, like at dinner time, or if you do sit and read, like you could stop what you're doing and like focus on your breath. Like, how it? How do you feel? Like. Focus on your belly, focus on your posture. Those are really good things when it comes to deep breathing exercises, because it kind of grounds you and it helps you stay focused once again. And it does definitely relax you and relax your mind. Um, Another thing that I have been trying to implement is decreasing your screen time. Um, I don't find myself scrolling much anymore. I just genuinely don't want to. my screen time has, like, been triggering me recently. Well, not really recently. This has always been an issue of mine. But, like, I feel like with my, like, high-functioning anxiety, like, there's always a need for me to, like, respond to, like, every notification that comes into my phone. But I don't find that normal. Um, again, with the whole, like, society, like, having hustle culture this kind of mirrors it it's just a way that like we have to constantly respond like for me that's a huge no like if you constantly need to get in touch with me you're constantly constantly like need to text me and we're literally just having like surface level conversations to be quite honest with you I'm not gonna reply but like if we're talking about something important or like you're telling me about your day or you have like a general question that requires my full attention absolutely i'm going to respond to you that is important to you so it's important to me but if you're just asking me like talking to me about the weather i'm probably not going to respond to be quite honest but for that I, I do keep my um screen time notification on because i do want to know like where i'm at and like okay we're sometimes i do reevaluate like I think on an iPhone it comes every Sunday, I kind of think about, like, how can I decrease my screen time this week? What was I doing last week that I don't need to do this week, you know? So, you know, I kind of just do a little bit of self-reflection because I just don't find it necessary that we need to be constantly scrolling a bunch of bullshit. Like, do I scroll in, like, pockets of my day? Absolutely I do. Like... If I'm not doing anything and I can't open my book, yeah, I'm gonna open up my phone, I I don't care. But I don't need to constantly be doing it and opening up every app and then closing it. So that's just my thing, you know, decreasing your screen time and shutting off your notifications. So it kind of helps you like stay a little more focused because you're not like, your face is not buried into your phone. More things that I find important when it comes to staying present is definitely creating some healthy non negotiables and healthy rituals for yourself. Now, I don't mean anything woo woo ritual wise, I mainly mean like daily routines, just things that you need to be doing every single day to remain focused. Like, what does that look like for you? Is it drinking so much water? Is it journaling? Is it you know your meditation like is it your daily walks is it eating a certain meal that you really enjoy like what are your non-negotiables that make you happy that make you like happy in that particular moment like these are things that you really need to emphasize and you need to continue to incorporate um for me If I find myself, like, forgetting something, I think it's important, especially when I do forget my non-negotiables. I try to make, like, reminders of myself in my phone. Um, I'm actually trying to change that. Not, like, reminding myself, but, like, what I use to remind myself. Because I don't know why I cannot figure out the stupid reminders app in the iPhone. Like, I genuinely need somebody to, like, walk me through I don't know. I'm going to have to play on YouTube one day and figure it out. Like, I feel so stupid admitting this. But, like, I can't get it to notify me. Again, maybe I just wasn't p- giving my full attention to it. And I was just, like, fucking myself up. So I'll have to go back and do that. But I think it's important to set reminders for yourself for these non-negotiables. Because they do help you, like stay in the moment and they do kind of put you in a better headspace and a better mindset because you're doing things that align with you and what you love definitely okay this one is like super important like minimize your multitasking like try to focus on one task at a time and i am super super guilty of this i will definitely be doing like four things at once and then I stress myself the fuck out like there is absolutely no need for me to be doing that like I can finish one thing at a time and then move on to the next thing because that thing will be there for me (laughs) when I go back to it like I know having like two babies is a lot of work like I'll this definitely plays a lot into my parenting where I'll be like oh, I need to feed them and then I need to start the laundry and then I need to start the dishwasher, but I have to clean the bathrooms today, blah, blah, blah. Like, what can I do in these little pockets of time? Yes, this is beneficial for my lifestyle, but it's not always the healthiest choice for me to do. So I try to, like, if today I only do two things and tomorrow I do the two other things that I wanted to do this weekend that's okay I showed up for myself I got everything done I was still able to hang out with my kids and I stayed present in that moment because I was not overwhelmed with 4,000 different tasks like this is something that goes back to your mindset you really need to like retrain your brain when it comes to this stuff because your brain when it's constantly on autopilot It will have you doing 47,000 things and you won't even realize it and then you're stressed the fuck out like what did I just do? So it really does like take a lot internally when it comes to reprogramming your brain in trying to stay focused but really if you incorporate every single one of these things that I've mentioned you can easily ground yourself and completely change like your outlook and your daily schedule on life just because you're incorporating these little tasks and let me just say you don't have to change overnight when it comes to huge life changes like this this takes a lot of practice I've already admitted a couple of times in this episode but like even I fall off every so often but like I remind myself it's like the domino effect when I'm going to the gym, like when I'm doing all of these things, it just causes me to stay focused. Like I'm, I'm trying to find the right word and I can't find it, but it's really like, it. honestly, it really does keep me grounded because I have healthier habits that are helping me to stay focused, which are, in turn, curbing my anxiety, which in turn, I'm being my best self, I'm being a better person, you know, it's just that domino effect of all, all the best vibes, per se, so I really do think these are, like, super helpful, and they're super simple, it just takes a lot of discipline and a lot of practice, and don't expect to change anything overnight, really, just... Do what you can each day, each week, and I promise you it will make a huge difference in the long run, but that's all I have for you guys. I love you so much, and I will see you in next week's episode.